Your mission, Jim, should you decide to accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another Monday mission, and happy October 10th. Wow, I cannot believe that this year has flown by the way it has. It is just screaming by at a fast, fast pace, and we're going to keep trucking along with it with another Monday mission. All right, so there's this thing that um, is inside knowledge and outside knowledge, and we both we get both of them at different times. Okay, so let me explain this. So how many of you have ever used the Ben Franklin list to make a pros and cons list? That's essentially what the Ben Franklin list is, right? You're trying to make a big decision. You don't exactly know what to do. So you pull out the pros and cons list, the old Ben Franklin list. Well, I'm going to tell you, you should probably scrap that. And I am someone who has used the pros and cons list for years and years and years. However, even in the midst, if I look back on my pros and cons list in the midst of that, I was making bad decisions and I have proven it over and over and over and I'll, I'll explain. So I remember whenever I was trying to figure out whether or not I was wanting to, whether or not I should go to graduate school. Now I began considering getting my MBA like five minutes after I finished undergrad. And here's why I needed the affirmation of having my MBA. I really thought that if I got my MBA and also here's the thing too, I was the first member of my family to go to college, and so therefore the first member to graduate. And going into it, I really had no clue. I mean, I turned down a football scholarship to SMU to go to Stephen F. Austin State University because I really didn't understand the ramifications of that decision at the time. And after I got to SFA, which I had a wonderful experience there, and I'm, I'm glad for my time at, at SFA, but you know, you start to learn that there is a difference between certain universities as far as their prestige and the marketplace and that sort of thing. And, and so I immediately, and, and also just, I was a journalism major because I was not good at math. And that's, and by the way, I teach an entire course on the growth mindset and how much that my mindset had to do with why I became a, a journalism major. Uh, it, it had everything to do with the fact that I wasn't good at math, and so therefore I looked through the course catalog and looked at the, the majors I could declare and realized really quickly that uh, journalism did not require a lot of math. So now you have, talking to you, a journalism major, but also have an MBA. And I, because of that undergrad decision, I always thought, well, I need to be taken seriously, and I, I needed that affirmation in the business marketplace, right? And so when it came time to decide which school I was going to get my MBA from, um, SMU was the one that I chose and it's not for the reasons why you may now, now the Cotton School of Business is a great school. It really is good business school, high ranking, whatever. Um, and I'd always wanted to go to SMU because of that first, as a matter of fact, I started regretting my decision to not go to SMU to play football the summer before I reported to fall camp at SFA. I started to realize the mistake I had made as far as football, because I, I hated football. I could not stand playing football. Uh, I was good enough to get a scholarship, but I, I hated every single second I played football. When I say hate, I mean I could not stand. So therefore, you know, as a 18, 19-year-old, if I'd had the mindset that I have now, I would have thought, well, if this is just going to be a job to get you to college, at least choose the absolute best school you can. But I didn't do that. But here's what I thought. I'd always wanted to go to SMU because it was in Highland Park. 
I mean, Highland Park is is exclusive. You know, that's where all the fancy Dallas people are. They have beautiful homes, manicured lawns. It's where Highland Park Village is. I mean, I, I wanted to be a Highland Parker. And I thought, well, if I can go to SMU, then that kind of gets me at least some sort of relevance in that area. So real good reason to go to a certain business school, right? I thought that people who graduate from Cox School of Business, you know, they were the masters of the Dallas universe. Um, and I wanted to be a master of the Dallas universe. I thought eventually I'm going to probably end up in Dallas one day in private equity or something like that and having an, that SMU credential that would really pave the way for a lot of success for me. But I still had this burning in my stomach as to whether or not this was a good idea or not. Not the least of which was because it was $108,000. The, the tuition at the time, and I think it's only gone up since then, but the MBA program at SMU that I would be entering would be $108,000. Not only that, I was living in Tyler, so I would have to commute every other weekend, be away from home, and just the grueling grind of business school as an adult learner. I mean, let's face it, as adult learners, we don't like to learn. I mean, we don't like to, to go to school. We don't like taking exams. And this was an absolute beatdown. And when it came down to trying to figure out, should I go to SMU or not, I pulled out the old Ben Franklin list. Now, here's the thing you got to understand. I did do something that I'm going to suggest later on in this, this little uh, this Monday mission, uh, which is to ask for outside input. And you'll, 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 you'll learn why in a moment. But I ignored it. You know, every time I asked someone, do you think this is a good idea? Because I just could not get a hell yes on this decision. And, and now this is a decision that I've been contemplating since I was like 22. I mean, I'm telling you, like right after I received my diploma from SFA, I was already thinking I've got to get an MBA at some point because I need to be important. I need to be affirmed. I need to feel like I'm special. I need people to take me seriously. Um, and so all the wrong reasons, all the wrong reasons. And so... I did ask a lot of people. I'd had a lot of time to think about this. And I finally, I made the, the, the Ben Franklin list. And here's why the Ben Franklin list doesn't always work. We have this thing of this inside information and outside information. Inside information is basically our worldview. It's based on our personal experiences. And also, it's where self-fulfilling prophecies come from. It's where we will basically do things that we know we shouldn't because we have all these yeah buts. It's $108,000 to go to SMU. Yeah, but that's $108,000 amortized over a lifetime, of which I'm probably going to live 90 years. Will I really regret it in the end? It's going to be a lot of time away from home and away from Rylan and Abby on weekends, and it's going to be grueling. Yeah, but it's only for two years, and it's two years out of their life, and, and just make sure, you'll, you'll make sure that you're really attentive. You already have a business that you're, you're running. You are already an entrepreneur. You're doing the things that a lot of these, these uh, cohort participants are, are going to SMU for. So what do you plan to get out of it? Yeah, but I, I, I have the, so you have all these yabbits, yabbits, yabbits. That's why the Ben Franklin list doesn't always work. Because you will yabut a con into a pro through the entire list. Or, better yet, you will yabut a con just off the list. You just, yeah, but I'm not going to really put that as a con. It is a con, but I'm not going to put it. You won't be honest with yourself because of you, all of your inside information. And so what I would like for you to do is to do a better job of asking 
others. Now, look, at the end of the day, it's your decision. You've got to make it. But I can tell you, whenever I was trying to make this decision as to whether or not I should go to SMU, I, uh, I would ask people, and no one gave me a hell yes, Jason. That makes a lot of sense. Based on your career path, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, at the time I was, I owned a real estate brokerage. I didn't need an MBA for that. I just needed to read some books and keep doing what I was doing and keep learning, just keep grinding. And, you know, Tim Ferriss, uh, one of the most successful human beings on planet Earth, he contemplated going and getting an MBA, and he, I think he was going to go to, uh, to Stanford, and he actually had the smarts, which I absolutely did not, to get into Stanford. So, But he decided, okay, why do that whenever I can spend that time and money starting and running a business and focusing on that? Very smart choice. I had already made the choice to start or, and own a business, and I, it was all for vanity. But see, you w- I wouldn't admit that to myself, and that's why the yeah buts get in the way, and that's why the inside versus outside knowledge is always tricky and can be problematic is because I was not willing to, even though I knew this was the case, by the way, I knew in my heart of hearts, just like you know so many of the bad decisions that you make, you know why you've made them. You know what you were thinking at the time. Hell, you're probably making a bad decision right now that you know why you're making it, but you're yeah butting it into a, maybe not a good decision, but one that you're willing to tolerate. That's what I would do. The reason why I went to SMU is because I was looking for affirmation. I wanted to be able to show up to an SMU football game as an alum. Yeah, I went here. I went to school here. Sure, I went to graduate school, not undergrad. This wasn't really my, this isn't really my real, you know, passionate alma mater. But, you know, I get to say I went to SMU. And you know what? Hey, I'm glad I did. It was a good exercise. It was a good challenge. Uh, Made some good friends. Uh, Blah, 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 whatever. Uh, So, I would suggest that whenever you're trying to make a hard decision, create a almost like a private uh, council where you have wise individuals that you can go to that see you for who you are and see you. They know you well. They know you sometimes better than you know yourself, and they will be objective with their advice. And their input. Uh, I'm reading a book right now about decision making by Annie Duke, and she describes people who make bad decisions all the time. For example, like in date, she uses the dating example. She talks about how, like, imagine you have this friend that just cannot seem to get a guy to stick around. That she starts dating, perfect guy, loves him, and then for some reason he always takes off. And she believes, she comes to you and says, I just have the worst luck with guys. They're just, they just, I don't know what it is. They always seem to, for some reason, find a reason to leave. Now, if we have that friend where over and over and over this keeps happening, what are we going to say? You know, hey, it might be you. Now, we don't want to tell that person that, but we know that this most likely is the case. And Annie Duke describes this in her book. It's like the person that can't get the guy to stick around. She's like walking around with a kick me sign on her back that she can't see, but everybody's kicking her and she doesn't understand why is everybody kicking me? This is what the hell is going on? That's because she is full of inside knowledge. She doesn't realize maybe that sitting down and describing why she is a fourth wave feminist or rather she's a hardcore Jesus loving conservative within the first five minutes of the date, every single time she goes out with a guy, maybe that's probably not a good conversation over. She doesn't realize that because she just thinks that's just her worldview. That's who she is. 
either an uber liberal, uber conservative, whatever, and she loves talking politics, well, maybe guys don't want to talk about that. Or maybe they, due to their inside versus outside knowledge, they sit down with her, and even though they find out that these politics that she has, they conflict with their beliefs, but they're yeah-butting. They're, yeah, but she's really, she's really sweet. She's really kind. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. It's convenient. We live close to each other, and, but then eventually the inevitable happens. The yeah-buts pile up into, oh, I've made a bad decision. This just isn't going to work out. So I would encourage you, and for your mission this week is to take an inventory of the big decisions that you're going to make this week or that you're, you're, you're contemplating right now. And if you've gone through the Ben Franklin list, scrap the Ben Franklin list, get it out, because you can't make these decisions, or you can, but you should not make these decisions in isolation. Don't put yourself in a position where you're going to yabut these decisions into existence and, and, and regret it later. Instead, Go to someone who has the outside knowledge of you, the, pe- the people that can see the kick me sign on your back and give you that good, hardcore advice that, by the way, <clears throat> they need it as well. They need somebody that's going to that's gonna tell them straight because they themselves will yeah, but their own deals, right? So that is your mission this week. Make better decisions by understanding that When the big, big, big ones come along, if you limit yourself to only making the decision with inside information versus inside and outside information, you run the risk of making a decision that you very well may regret. All right. Have an incredible week. Keep improving. Always in, always I am out.